Good evening and welcome to Quotes Today by Live Law. This is your host Urvashi Chahan bringing you the latest updates on the legal front. This is your go-to source for all things legal. Let us start. I'll start with an important judgment from the Supreme Court where a charge sheet has been quashed in a case alleging that the appellants were cheating thousands of customers by supplying an adulterated mixture instead of petrol or diesel. The court emphasized that the prosecution's reliance on the charge sheet without a supporting expert opinion on the nature of the liquid seized makes the case untenable. The Supreme Court bench comprising Justices Abhay S. Oak and Justice Pankaj Mithal was hearing an appeal against a Madhya Pradesh High Court judgment which dismissed the petition of the appellant for quashing an FIR under Section 482 CRPC, Offence of Cheating and other offences under Essential Commodities Act. In October 2021, it was alleged that a hydrocarbon mixture was found in the seized tanker, which was being sold by the appellants, representing it to be petrol or diesel. The driver of the tanker was intercepted by police while unloading it at a petrol pump. The charge sheet was filed in February 2022. The court noted that BPCL Laboratory had not submitted the result of the analysis till date. The court expressed dissatisfaction with the prosecution after noting that though FIR was registered back in 2021 and the charge sheet was filed in February 2022, it noted that even as of today, the expert's report on the nature of the liquid found in the seized tanker was not produced. In these circumstances, it opined that even an adverse inference could be drawn against the respondent. The court also highlighted the prosecution's negligence, noting that even after a notice from the court, the respondent failed to obtain the crucial report during the last seven months. Therefore, the appeal was allowed. A plea has been filed in the Delhi High Court challenging the rule stating that only female candidates are eligible for BSc Honours nursing course in nursing colleges run by All India Institute of Medical Sciences, Delhi University and Guru Gobind Singh Indraprastha University. The plea has been moved by Indian Professional Nurses Association, which is a non-governmental registered body working for the welfare of nurses across the country. The plea seeks a direction to consider bringing a fresh rule which provides that persons of all genders are eligible for admission to nursing courses. It further stated that denying other genders apart from females the opportunity to study the nursing course in premier and affordable nursing colleges of the national capital is arbitrary and against the principles of democracy, fairness and equality and that the rule completely discards the fact that there is a dearth of nursing professionals in the country. Hence, prohibiting non-female candidates from getting admission is also against the interest of public at large. The Kerala High Court has passed an interim order directing that all India tourist vehicles cannot be permitted to operate as stage carriers. The court was dealing with the writ petition filed by the petitioner, that is tourist bus operators, who have approached the High Court against the penalty challans issued against them for operating their tourist bus with all India tourist permits as stage carriers. They also sought a direction against the authorities for issuing such penalty challans against tourist buses with all India tourist permits in violation of the provisions of Motor Vehicles Act of 1988. 
When the matter came up for hearing, the government pleaders submitted that the petitioners' vehicles with all India tourist permits were being used as stage carriers in violation of the all India tourist permit conditions. The court was also informed that penalty chalans were issued against the petitioners. Justice Dinesh Kumar Singh directed that authorities can take appropriate actions against tourist buses with all India tourist permits that operate as stage carriages. The petitioners were also directed to pay 50% of the fine amount imposed by the penalty chalans for using their tourist bus in violation of the conditions. In our country, trade union activities are looked upon with contempt for their strike and trading inactivities. In this context, Madras High Court has made a significant observation emphasizing the relevance of trade unions. According to the High Court, it is essential to have unions like a strong opposition party in a democratic setup, so that the conscience of the ruling party or the management always remains alert. Justice R. Hemlata was hearing a plea by the Tamil Nadu State Transport Employees Federation challenging decision of Metropolitan Transport Corporation Limited to engage drivers and conductors through a manpower agency to operate regular bus operations. The Federation contended that in 1992 an agreement was entered into between the union and the corporation that all direct recruitments would be done by the management through employment exchange except in cases where the employment would be offered to children of deceased employees who died in hardness. Thus, by adopting a new recruitment procedure of outsourcing, the corporation was violating the terms of mutual agreement. On the other hand, the corporation contended that the decision to outsource drivers and conductors was taken in light of the shortage of drivers and conductors and many of the current drivers and conductors were on prolonged absence and buses were not being operated. It was also submitted that the tenure of contract was only for a period of one year and there was no other method to tide over the crisis of shortage of drivers and conductors, especially during the festive season. The corporation also pointed out that the agreement was made in 1992 and there has been drastic change over the past three decades. The court noted that the corporation's contention that there was an urgent requirement of drivers which could be sorted out only by outsourcing was not convincing as the government had already passed an order suggesting that the staff shortage could be solved by recruiting drivers come conductors in future. The court also noted that when contractual employment was done through manpower agencies, the reservation system took a backseat leading to absence of checks and balances. So it advised the authorities to adopt a more transparent and easier process. The Delhi High Court has directed the Delhi Police and Municipal Corporation of Delhi to consider feasibility of holding a public meeting that is All India Muslim Mahapanchayat at the Ramlila ground on 18th December. Justice Subramanian Prasad was dealing with a plea moved by the organization seeking direction on the authorities to act upon its request and grant NOC to organize the public gathering at Ramlila ground. The organization claims to work for creating awareness among the masses, especially the depressed classes, about their constitutional rights. 
While the permission was initially sought for holding the public meeting on 4th December, the MCD took a stand that the Ramlila ground was not available for the said date and the same could be allotted subject to NOC from Delhi Police. The Delhi Police stated that NOC was already given to Mahatyagi's Seva Sansthan for organizing Mahayagya for Vishwa Jan Kalyan at the ground from 3rd December to 15th December and therefore it was not available. The council appearing for the organization submitted that out of the dates given by the MCD and the police authorities, 18th December was the most convenient for holding the Mahapanchayat. The court ordered that the application already given by the organization that is Mission Save Constitution for holding the Mahapanchayat be treated as a representation and the feasibility of holding such a public meet be considered. The matter will now be heard on 28th November. Stay tuned with us. The residents of Athavanand Gram Panchayat Mallapuram have approached the Kerala High Court against alleged illegal construction of a telecommunication tower in the environmentally high hazard hilly terrain area Nelly Thada Kunu without permission from the secretary of the panchayat. The petitioners alleged that the construction of the telecommunication tower in the environmentally hazardous area had commenced without any permission being obtained from the panchayat. They averred that when they approached the local authorities with representations stating the possible dangers that could befall the lives of the residents due to such construction, the panchayat informed them that as per Kerala building amendment rules, it was only required to be informed about the construction and no building permit was necessary. The petitioners thus submit that there is no provision for the supervision and regulation of construction by the panchayat. Single Judge Bench of Justice Beko Kurian Thomas has sought response of the respondent state authorities in the matter and the case has been posted to 18th December for further consideration. The East Delhi District Consumer Disputes Redressal Commission has allowed a consumer complaint against the electricity provider BSES regarding an unauthorized disconnection of electricity from 2 meters at a residence in Delhi. The complainant residing at premises with both commercial and domestic meters faced a power cut after receiving bills not in his name. BSES disconnected the electricity without allowing the complainant to address the outstanding bills first. Consequently, the complainant filed a consumer complaint seeking the restoration of electricity supply for both meters along with compensation. BSES argued that the complainant lacked a valid cause of action and that the commission had no authority over the commercial electricity meters as it falls outside its jurisdiction. They stated that complainant had no contractual relationship concerning this meter, questioning his right to file the complaint. BSES also alleged that during an inspection they found that the complainant's meters were supplying electricity to a disconnected connection with dues. As a result, they disconnected electricity from both meters at his residence. As per them, they distributed the outstanding amount equally between the two meters as per electricity rules. The commission found that the complainant was a consumer for the domestic meter but not for the commercial one. The commission also took note of the discrepancies in the notices and lack of evidence from BSES and emphasized that BSES had legal recourse under the Electricity Act 
to recover dues and could not disconnect the electricity supply without proper notice. Therefore, the Commission ordered BSES to restore the electricity and allowed the complainant to continue paying bills. Thank you for watching. If you wish to know more details about the cases I mentioned here, you can visit our website at www.livelaw.in. Stay ahead with quick legal updates only on Live Law. Do not forget to like, share and subscribe and support us. You can also support us by donating through the thanks button at the bottom of our videos or consider becoming a member at just 89 rupees per month.